Welcome to Career Chats, a show about personal growth and building sustainable careers for developers. Every week, Swix and Randall hyper-focus on one key idea that may change your life. They do it all in less than 10 minutes. So let's get started. Hey, everyone. This is the second episode of our podcast. And today, Sean is going to be talking about luck and this awesome blog post that he's written all about it. Uh, thanks. So this was one of the the missing chapters from my book. I uh, actually sort of, you know, when I when I started writing the coding career book, I listed 50 chapters out and then I realized I couldn't do it in, in two weeks. That's a lot of chapters. Uh, so, so, and, 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 and Daniel Vassalo was like, you got to cut this down, dude. Uh, so I cut it down to 40 and I shifted in two months, not two weeks. But, uh, but yeah, this is one of the missing 10 chapters and I really wanted to get it out there. And the reason for, for writing this down was because I was explaining this concept to a friend and I did a really bad job. So I was like, okay, I got, I got to write this down to, to try to make it, make it better. So this is the idea of, of the uh, philosophy of luck. Um, and uh, we're going to put the, the link in the show notes. But essentially, it's this idea that uh, you can create luck. Like um, a lot of people have this idea that there's a difference between luck and skill. And some people are just really lucky and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, and some people, you know, in some domains are, are more skillful. But I think... The, the point I was trying to make was that you can be you can develop skill at creating uh, and being more lucky in your life. And I think that's a that's a probably like an underexplored topic. Um, so so this uh, so so we kind of had we you know in, in this essay we kind of had four models. Uh, and so the first model is is what most people have, which is kind of binary luck, which is either you're lucky or you're not lucky and if you're not lucky, too bad. If you're lucky, good for you, but you don't deserve that. And this is what most people <laughs> think that they have is what you're saying. I think it's just like, like the mental or. model of the world. Yeah, like you, hmm. you kind of look at other people who are lucky in your life and you go, oh, okay, they, they got lucky. Like, I'm not <laughs> like that. And then, and then you kind of just carry on with the rest of your life, um, which is fine. It's a fine way to live. It just like is a little bit defeatist as in there's no agency in your in your actions. Like you can take control of more than that. And so I think that that was the second part, uh, second mental model, which is to expand the definition of binary luck into this idea of a luck surface area, which is where there's, think of luck like rain. Rain is just randomly pouring down on all of us. But if we have a bigger surface area to capture rain, then we have more luck. Um, <laughs> I, I hope you did, uh, did a good enough job. Uh, I didn't coin this. Jason Roberts did in the TechZing podcast, and then it's, been, it's caught on with a couple other people. And for them, the, the idea was that uh, the way that you expand your like some people have more luck surface area than other people. Some people, um, and, and, and for him, the way that he, so, so I'll link this in the blog post again, uh, the way that you expand your luck surface area is that you do more and then you tell more people about what you just did. Uh, so it's do more, tell more, do more, tell more. And he, he actually literally drew this rectangle uh, on the y-axis, he was doing more, on the x-axis, he was telling more. And obviously, the bigger the rectangle gets, the more you, luck you catch. That's how people find out about you. That's really interesting. Um, that makes a lot of sense too when you even think of like reaching out for opportunities. Like, you know, if you don't tell people what you're doing, the cool things that you're doing, they're not going to reach out about, you know, being on a podcast or speaking at their conference. And those are things we consider, oh, it's lucky, you know, that happened, but you can also create that. I think a lot of developers, they, they'll like build something and then nobody will know about it and they, they just assume <laughs> it's a failure because it wasn't good enough, but maybe you just didn't tell enough people about it. That's a um, good point. I also think it's, it's like a fixed versus growth mindset. Um, 
if you have if you think that luck is fixed in the world uh, and there's a fixed distribution and you can't do anything about it but if you have a growth mindset to luck then you can kind of grow your own luck without really affecting other people's um, so that's an interesting idea um, so then the third mental model that I kind of that this is the one that is more prevalent among uh, people who have studied this uh, this has been around since 1978 so it's it's just a, it's an old idea but I think it's just not explored enough and it's the idea that there are four kinds of luck. Um, and so uh, I'll just go off the, the four. So uh, this is a summary by Naval Ravikant. He, he goes, uh, the first type is, is kind of passive luck. So hope that luck's, luck finds you. Uh, the second type is uh, active luck. So you hustle until you stumble into luck. <laughs> the third kind is that you prepare the mind and be sensitive to chances that others miss. So you, it's prepared luck. That's what I called it. And the fourth luck is that you become the best at what you do. Um, opportunity will seek you out and luck becomes your destiny. So I, I kind of called it in my blog post, magnetic luck. Like you are, you're working on something so, so important, so crucial. Uh, and you're, you're kind of well known as the, the, the domain expert in that field that people find you instead of you finding them. Um, so you kind of attract people. Um, and so that's Which kind of how I you are. Um, <laughs> it's a mix of both. Like, uh, you know, you know, uh, Randall, that, that I've been sort of dealing with uh, a job opportunity that came my way uh, purely because I wrote a blog post uh, about it and the people who read it thought that uh, I'd be a good fit. And that's the kind of luck that you attract when you, when you just work on the most interesting problem that you have in your, in your mind. Um, even though I was completely un unqualified to, 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 to write anything about that, it was just interesting to me. So I wrote stuff and I love that. that, that exposed me to more luck than other people who are way more qualified, uh, but didn't write anything about it. Um, that kind of so reminds think, me of yeah. Daniel Vasallo's idea of, um, basically if you're doing something interesting, people will be interested and that's how you provide value. And it's very much of like what you're putting out in the universe. People want to hear about it. Yeah, that's the that's the how to crush it at Twitter. Uh, <laughs> long long story, but yeah, um, I, I also I, I do like the other forms as well because I think the idea of magnetic luck is a little bit scary to some people because it kind of means that you have to be a celebrity to to do that. Um, but magnetic luck, uh, so so the other forms of luck, so you know, like instead of staying in one place, like just explore more things, and you might stumble across something that given. Uh, yeah, you, 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 you know, that's that's more active luck. Whereas uh, prepared luck, uh, I, I really like that story. Uh, the, the, the story is like, it, it, it's um, that typically comes up in, in, in relation to this is um, Alexander Fleming when he discovered pen, penis, penicillin. I don't know how to pronounce it. But penicillin, that's essentially right. it was a total, it was a total fluke. Like he had a, uh, he was doing something completely different, but some mold happened to fall in the exact right, right place. He happened to see it. He happened to have a similar experience nine years ago that did not work out, but he was like, "Hey, this looks similar to something that happened nine years ago. I'm just going to try it again." Um, and then he he was he was just like uniquely equipped to to recognize that something lucky had happened to him, and he took action to follow up on it. So it's kind of like uh, I you know I, had a, I was discuss I was explaining this to a friend who is an economist. Um, economists you know believe in perfect markets, and because they believe in perfect perfect markets, they're like if there were if there you know if there was a twenty dollar bill lying on the ground, it would not exist because someone else would have picked it up. Um, Whereas, like, <laughs> you know, if you if you sort of open your mind a little bit and and recognize that there is that twenty dollar bill, you might be able to pick it up um, because you, you've 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 been able to recognize uh, that something lucky has happened to you. Just don't pick it up in Corona times. <laughs> oh yeah, the actual bill, the metaphorical bill. Pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah. So so then the the last bit was kind of my own perspective. So all of this that we talked to talked about until now was not and nothing to do with me. Um, my extension to this was that I think that there are some things, some places where luck is more likely than other places. So the way that I put this is that you have to put yourself in luck's way. Like there can be a luck desert or there can be a luck, I don't know, rainforest where you just get a lot of rain, <laughs> a lot of luck in some places and a lot of less luck in some other places. So strategically, like the, this is this is where strategy comes in, like where you really have to like take a look at what's around you, take a look at where trends are going and try to position yourself, put yourself in luck's way uh, rather than blindly kind of doing uh, doing whatever you're sort of uh going through the motions yeah going through the motions exactly thank you you're good at that you're really good at (laughs) you're good at creating uh, luck and putting yourself in good situations um thank you (laughs) (laughs) i'm not i I think i could be better uh i think so one of the you know a a full third of my book is about strategy a quarter um and uh and I think developers don't really think about strategy. They're, they just they just kind of view uh, all of tech as like a monolithic thing. Where, but for me, because I I have a finance background, like I can see that parts of tech are growing and parts of tech are stagnant, and some other parts are shrinking. And you should put yourself in place in the paths of parts of tech that are growing. And I think strategy takes takes a super important role uh, in that. So that's my thesis of luck. Well, we have, definitely have to do an episode on the growth areas in tech next. <laughs> oh God, I think that might be a bit controversial, but uh, yeah, we'll, we'll try. We'll try. I don't. I don't think we should shy away from that. Awesome. Well, thanks everyone for listening to episode two. Thank you for listening. See ya. Thanks for listening to Career Chats with Swix and Randall. If you have any feedback or questions, scroll to the bottom of the show notes for the link. If you like the podcast, make sure to tell a friend.